0: confirm that. Once the airlock
1: opens it's
2: just a
3: short walk along
4: the umbilical from your shuttle to the moon based airlock. Dead simple. That all okay with you, sir? Uh, fine by me. Can we just
3: get this over with? Uh Mr Stevens, sir, it's Lydia. Lydia Harding.
5: I told you before, Lydia, call me Damien.
4: To save, let's just do this.
5: Mm, that's strange, that's very strange.
6: Well, what do you think?
5: I think it's very strange, it shouldn't be there, it's all wrong.
6: What should not be there, Doctor? I have put these clothes on because you said it would be necessary in this 21st century.
5: Mm? Oh, yes. Very nice. Nice? Then what is wrong? Wrong? Oh, no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with your clothes, Leela. In fact, they're really rather splendid. You look quite the sophisticate. I think
6: perhaps that, perhaps that is one of your clever insults. No, not really, Leela. It wasn't. It.
5: It's just that the TARDIS has picked up, uh, well, something... Something? Yes, something out of place, not quite right. An odd energy reading that shouldn't be there, a sort of vibble. Vibble? Hmm. Ooh. Lena, you look like you're trying to balance on your Janus thorns.
6: Janus thorns? It is these shoes. The heels are ridiculous. I can hardly walk in them. If we are attacked, (laughs) I shall...
5: Leela, Leela, we're not going to be attacked. We'll soon be in the centre of London in the year 2015 or thereabouts, probably around lunchtime. I'd put some trainers on if I were you.
6: Trainers? Mm. Ah, we've
5: arrived. (laughs) London.
7: was a horse yesterday. I beg your pardon? A horse. They had a holographic horse appear just down by HMS Belfast. Something to do with the Grand National, I suppose, although it's not for a few months yet. But nobody was interested anyway. I thought it was OK. What's all this about, then? Well, strictly between you and me,
5: I have absolutely no idea.
7: The appearing thing was clever, I grant you. You can't see the hologram projectors anyway. Yeah, very good.
5: You're too kind. It says police on the top. Are you recruiting? Uh, probably
6: Not. Trainers are much more comfortable, Doctor. If we need to flee danger or surprise our enemies, we... Oh, hello. Enemies?
5: Enemies? Oh, it's, it's just a figure of speech. How many of you inside that thing, then?
6: Just me and the Doctor.
5: Doctor? Hello. Yes, that's me.
6: Oh, you know it.
7: Typically It's been like this all month.
6: The rain has fallen all month.
7: Off and on, yeah. M- mostly on. <laughs> Not very good for those poor marchers today. Marchers? Who are the marchers? All the energy protesters, you know.
6: They use energy to protest? I do not understand.
7: Hey, No, I mean, they've got a point, haven't they? I'd join them if I didn't have to get back to work.
6: Oh, God, I'm getting soaked here. See ya. Good luck with the...
5: whatever it is you're doing. Thank you. Happy to see
6: Who are these energy protesters who march? Is this what you have brought me here to see?
5: No, I- I've never heard of them. Shall we find out what it's all about?
6: If you think it is important...
5: Oh, it's bound to be. Now, where would it be? Of course. A good protest always ends up in Trafalgar Square. If we cross Hungerford Bridge, we could be there in just about five minutes. I love demonstrations, (laughs) here. Come on. And
3: this is Moonbase Central Control area.
4: Ah, yes, I recognise it from my design spec. Although the... Control banks? There's there's something different about them.
2: We took the liberty of making a few ergonomic adjustments, sir.
4: Hope you don't mind.
3: Uh, This is Kevin Winston, operations manager. I see.
4: Uh, But you didn't change any of the actual operational configurations? No. No, of course not,
2: sir. We followed all of your specifications to the letter. Uh,
4: Lydia, where are my quarters?
3: Oh. Well, I can show you to them if
4: you'd like. My apologies, Kevin. I'm a little fatigued after my flight. Must be... (laughs) Moon lag, if there is such a thing (laughs) (laughs) So, if you'll excuse me
3: Everyone knows you work too hard, Damien
4: Well, this is important work, Lydia I had to make sure Make sure everything will run perfectly Of course, sir We totally understand
2: Don't worry, we won't let you miss the test run Thank you And everything is ready? The power is building, the projectors are focused Nothing can go wrong
6: The weather always seems to be bad in this London of yours. We could hardly see for the fog last time we were here. And now this.
5: Oh, come on, Leela. Surely a fearless warrior like you isn't frightened of a few specks of English rain. A few
6: specks? And besides, I do not fear this rain. I I simply wish it gone. There is a difference.
5: Touché. What? It's French, touche, for ouch. You're very clever.
6: I am clever enough to know when I am being mocked. <laughs> so, these are the marchers that strange man spoke of. Yes, thousands of them. Stretching right back
5: along the strand and beyond. Their cause must be popular. What do those banners mean? Down with Globesphere traitors. Hmm, Globesphere? A little tautological.
6: Their cause must be just if they protest against treachery.
0: Down <laughs> with
5: Somehow, I think two outsiders asking stupid questions won't go down too well here.
6: Doctor, I can see a screen like the TARDIS scanner over there. What? Where? There. You see? Ah! Perhaps it is a machine that gives information, like a computer.
5: You're absolutely right, Leela, and I'm afraid that means I've landed us in the wrong time.
3: Again? And this is your room.
4: Good. Uh, Yes, thank you, uh, Lydia.
3: Well, I'll leave you to it. The bed's right there, so... okay, I'll go, and uh, I'll see you later. Bye.
4: Yes. Sorry, I'm very, very tired. Very... tired. Tired. Tired...
2: Globesphere Holographic Internet Access. Your time online will be charged direct to your personal account. Identified by your fingerprint.
6: What is an Internet?
5: A 21st century human obsession leader. Your fingerprint does not correspond to any known account. Oh. Your account has been (laughs) recognised. That's better. Hello.
6: You have tricked the machine. Shh. Possibly.
2: Happily in the land of Nod, is he?
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: Bit of an odd one, isn't
3: he? Well, that's just it. He wasn't like that when I was working for him down on Earth a couple of months back.
2: Not his fault. I mean, when you think of the work he must have done to make all this happen, it's fantastic. Probably hasn't had much time to go out and actually meet people.
3: Kevin, you're going to think I'm a bit mad.
2: Lydia, I know you're a bit mad.
3: (laughs) I want you to access the security camera in Damien's quarters. Ah,
2: can't do that. Not while he's in there. That's a sackable offence. I know. I still want you to do it. Lydia, I can't. All right?
3: He's the brains behind all this. All of it. Think about what would happen to the project if he died. Oh, come off it. Or if he just gets really ill. It'd kill the whole thing. Think about it. We can't let that happen. The world down there is depending on us. Let's just keep an eye on him. No, you can say I forced you to. That I told you Damien asked to be monitored.
2: <sighs> OK. Oh,
3: I owe you one, Kevin.
2: You owe me a million. Hey, you're right. He doesn't look very healthy, does he?
3: We need to get your medic on standby. Oh,
2: steady on, Lydia. He could just be having a bad dream. I
3: must. I must. What did you say?
2: Hold on, I'll turn the sound up. I must... Obey! Obey? Hang on. There's some sort of power spike in the system.
3: Why did you shut it off?
2: I didn't.
1: (laughs) Where where am I? Damien Stevens! We have transported you back to your office in Globesphere HQ! Uh. I'm back in London,
4: yes, yes I see. The Energy
6: crisis worsened in 2021,
2: but oh, the world 20 famous scientific genius Daniel Stevens sold his company Globesphere. Ah. His pioneering work with lunar construction techniques and solar energy has created vast
6: solar panel fields on the moon's surface.
5: Clever, fellow, very clever. You know
6: this Damien Stevens? Never
5: heard of him. Still, I can't know everything, can I?
6: I thought you did. I wondered if any
5: of this has anything to do with those strange energy readings I picked up in the TARDIS. The delivery date for the first energy transmissions direct from the moon to the Earth was set for January the thirty-first, twenty
6: twenty-five. And with one day to go, Globesphere reports all their plans are oh, on track.
5: You said it was 2015. Oh, what a decade between friends. Slight overshoot, that's all.
6: I think your TARDIS has a mind of its own.
5: The question is if this Damien Stevens and his Globesphere are about to rescue Earth with almost limitless, low-cost solar energy.
6: What are these marchers protesting about? Exactly. My name is Jack, Jack Coulson.
0: Do
5: you know him? No, come on.
0: Then we'll see you tonight. We should work together. Our dream was to save the world. To set us all free from the bondage of energy
6: poverty. <laughs> you do recognize this Jack? Yeah, look
5: behind him here. Yeah.
6: The building? What is that gigantic bowl on top of it? Well, I have to
5: guess it's some kind of power receiver, but here. It's on the top of the National Gallery.
0: And that is what he and Closby say they're
6: doing in their head office. Here, right in front of us. And this is important? Well, it depends on your view of
5: art, I suppose.
6: I do not have one.
5: Probably just as well. I wonder what they did with the paintings.
0: But, as you all know, they have betrayed us! Yeah! companies, with the governments, with the cartels. They'll provide all the cheap energy and they'll keep the prices high, higher than we can afford. And why? To keep the old profiteers in business. To keep the rich rich and the poor poor. They say it's a transitional period to protect vital economic concerns, a transitional period of 20 years, 20 years, 20 more years of freezing winters, when the old, the poor and the vulnerable are left to suffer and die because they can't afford to heat their homes, or because they've defaulted on their payments and their power has been cut. off.
6: I see why these marchers are so angry. This Damien and his globe sphere will let them perish.
5: Yes. Mankind's eternal struggle to reconcile economics with compassion. Not a pretty sight, is it? Well,
0: we're here today to tell Damien Stevens and globe sphere that we are not going to change this anymore. <laughs>
5: This time, leader, some kind of private security force. We never trust a man in a shiny uniform and a blank visor.
0: You must disperse from Trafalgar Square immediately. You are in contravention of public order
5: legislation. You will disperse immediately. If this is going to get ugly. We better get out of here.
6: Doctor, look! The guards. They are riding beasts.
5: I cover a too much. Oh,
6: please, please! Ariel, please.
0: Don't shake, Mom. We have a perfect life to be here.
4: Doctor! Oh, uh, come in.
3: Sorry. Did I disturb you? Did you manage to get some sleep?
4: Sleep? No. Uh what do you want, Lydia?
3: The countdown to the first test run has just commenced. Good.
5: It begins.
7: You are under arrest. Keep
6: away from me. I have no quarrel with you.
7: Do not resist arrest. Put the knife. Down. I am not
6: part of this. I just want to find the doctor and leave. You will
7: come with me. You are under arrest. Come any
6: closer and I will cut your throat. Get off me!
7: Do not resist arrest. What is
6: the matter with you? Do you feel no pain? You
7: are
0: under arrest.
5: They're coming from somewhere near here. Uh, hey, you! You! What the hell are you doing? Uh, well, this is St. Martin's Lane, isn't it? I thought I might catch a matinee. What? Wait a minute. Aren't you the famous Jack Coulson who makes speeches to angry crowds when it's raining in Trafalgar Square? Look, the
8: for your Guard are right behind me. Yes, I didn't like the look of them. They're arresting anyone they can get their hands on. Oh, who give them the right to make arrests? I've no idea.
5: Well, Globesphere sounds like a very influential company. I imagine the government would give them almost anything they wanted. Well, yeah, probably. Look, you've got to get out of here. You know, I think this energy reading is coming from the National Gallery. Oh, what energy reading? Isn't that interesting? Well, probably.
8: If I knew what you were talking about, quick, they're coming, come on. But not that way. What? Come with me. We're
5: two-stage door of Wyndham's. I know Bob the Doorman, and he makes a superb cup of tea. Oh well, come on, man. Don't dilly-dally.
7: Next.
6: I should not be here. I demand to be released. Name. Why should I tell you? Name. Leela.
7: Full name.
6: Leela. That is my full name. Now release me. Address. Who? What is the matter with you? You speak and behave as if you are drugged or in a trance. And you are not a blue guard. When I was last in this land of London, it was only the blue guards who could arrest people. By what right do you arrest me? By what right do you arrest any of those people out there? What is that noise?
0: Ah! Ah!
1: Ah, what are you doing? No! Stop this! Stop
5: this now! Uh, uh! Hmm. Power's not on. No sign of Bob. Theatre deserted. Odd. What was that thing you used to open the door? Sonic screwdriver. Comes in handy. Well, sorry, Jack. No tea, I'm afraid. Yeah, all the theatres have been closed for years. Too expensive to light them. I see. The beginning of cultural collapse. And it's about to get worse, thanks to your friend Damien Stevens. Mm.
8: Well, yeah. He was my friend. We were very close. Started working on our dream back at university in Durham. Free energy for all. It's a good dream, Jack.
5: What went wrong?
8: Well, Doctor, truth is... I don't know. One day, he just went off on his own. No explanations, no goodbyes, just said he had important work to do. Next thing I know, he sets up Globesphere and the government gave him everything he wanted.
5: Presumably they thought they knew a good thing when they saw it.
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, his ideas are, well, they're brilliant. I mean, really brilliant. He's made some incredible leaps, which is odd. Why? Why? Because you didn't come up with the idea first? Well, frankly, yeah. To be blunt. I was the clever one. He was the radical. He was the one full of all the plans to bring down the old order. He was the angry one. He had good cause to be too. He'd lost his mum, you see. Because of the energy crisis, she died in a freezing cold house. Power cut off. Nobody knew. Nobody cared. I used to think he'd never forgive himself. Anyway, I was the one with all the best scientific ideas. We both acknowledged that. I see.
5: So it's particularly strange that after your friend Damien had his uncharacteristically brilliant flash of inspiration, he should immediately ditch all his radical ideas?
8: Yeah, quite.
5: Well, you know, Jack, it's not entirely uncommon. Money versus idealism. (sighs) Maybe. But Damien, he wasn't like that. People change. Well, he certainly did. (sighs) Look... How long are we going to have to stay here, do you think? Until it quietens down. Trouble is, we've no way of knowing how long our friendly Globesphere security guards will be patrolling.
8: Hang on. Uh, See if there's anything on the news channels. Handy little gadget? uh, Haven't you got one? No. I thought everyone did. Here we are. Look. Globesphere sources report that the protesters have been dispersed and that the situation is now
0: completely under control with the surrounding streets quiet and empty.
8: Usual propaganda. Shh,
5: listen. What? Shh, what? Nothing. I think your tiny TV is right. Sounds very quiet out there. So what do we do? Well, my friend Leela's gone missing. I'm still getting persistently anachronistic energy readings on my tracker here. And... And what? I think it's time we paid the National Gallery a visit. The, The National... You mean Globesphere HQ?
8: we wouldn't get within 500 meters of it without being arrested
5: well best not try the front entrance then
6: come on you you will release me release me
7: scanning continues no concealed weapons or technology subject's behavior justifies higher level of security scan Higher level security scan activated.
6: What? What is that noise?
7: Level 9 alert. You must report. (laughs) Reporting to control. Level 9 alert. Level
1: 9? Chronon particles detected? This female is also a time traveller?
8: And this leads to Globesphere HQ.
5: Should do, if I'm right. Come on,
8: Doctor. What? Why would someone build a secret entrance to Globesphere HQ underneath Charing Cross Tube Station?
5: They didn't. It was built for emergency evacuation of the National Gallery during World War II. Huh? I didn't know that. Mind you, history was never my strong point. Only the Prime Minister and I knew about it. Come on. Okay.
6: (gasps) What? Who has tied me down?
1: I warn you when
5: I
6: get... Subject
1: is now fully conscious.
6: What are you? Activate cerebral
1: probe. Ah! Oh, what are you doing to me, you metal... cones? What kind of creatures are are you? We are the Daleks, and you will answer our questions or your mind will be destroyed.
8: Are you sure we've come the right way, Doctor?
5: Pretty the lifts are so rusted up still. To be expected, I suppose. Now then, if I'm right... Ah.
8: Oh, another door. Let me guess. Your sonic thing. Yes,
5: as you say. My sonic thing. By the way, do you have the time, Jack?
8: Uh, it's about 7pm. Why?
5: Well, it occurs to me that if Globesphere intend to start beaming energy from the moon tomorrow, we'd better get a move on. But why? You're not thinking of trying to stop them, are you? No alarms. Globesphere can't know about this, and Luck's on our side, for now. But, Doctor, why would you want to stop the energy transmissions? They're not bad in themselves. It's just the economics of Have another look at this tracker of mine. See how high that reading is? What is it supposed to be reading? I'm not sure yet. But whatever it is, I shouldn't be picking it up on Earth in 2025 AD. You've lost me. Never mind. I think your friend Damien may be working for someone or something with its own more than likely dangerous agenda. Some thing. Any idea what time they'll be making their first energy transmission? Well, according to all the
8: hype in the news, they should be firing up for a test run roundabout about now. Solar panel energy harvesting is underway. Levels building...
2: Now preparing for test transmission to Globesphere HQ in London. Continue harvesting. Levels now at projected maximum yield. Wow, that was faster than we expected. Continue
4: harvesting. Uh, but, sir... Continue.
2: continue!
3: Damien, are you all right? Perhaps I you... know what I'm doing!
1: <laughs> answer the question! Answer! 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 You will not force me to speak. How do you travel in time and space? Why are you here in this time period? Increasing cerebral probe power!
0: Doctor!
1: Observe cerebral probe emerging!
6: It is the Doctor! Is Where is the doctor? I do not know, and even if I did, I would not take you. Security grid
1: reports advanced Sonic disruption device utilized to gain entry to lower levels of this building. The doctor is
8: here. Shh. In here. Where are we?
5: Read the sign on the door.
8: Ah, Control Area
5: Observation Suite. Lucky here, what? I always follow my nose. <laughs> Hardly ever lets me down. Now, let's see what's going on. Wow. Oh. That is one impressive setup down there. The nerve center of Globesphere's operations. And look at that wall chart. A map of the world. The sort of thing all good megalomaniacs invest in. Interesting. It seems to indicate that our energy receiver dishes... All over the planet. That's right.
7: Attention. Test transmission in by.
5: Here we go, for better or for worse.
7: Three, two,
0: one, now.
2: It's transmitting. Transmission in progress. But the energy level, it's. It, it's stupendous! Way above anything we planned! Sir, Mr. Stevens! Damien!
3: Damien! What's the matter?
4: Nothing is the matter. Everything's perfect. Continue transmission.
1: Attention! Attention! Uh, oh dear, what the hell is that? Attention! Attention! That Jack! Is a Dalek what? The doctor is liberty in this
5: building!
1: Well,
8: whoever they are, they know you.
1: He
0: must be located and
5: exterminated! Oh yes, they know me all right, of course! I thought I recognized that energy reading. It's the power source of a Dalek timeship. What are you up to, you Daleks? What is it that you hope to achieve, eh? Energy readings are right off the scale! And
2: this is just a test! Was well, it safe? I mean, are we safe? <sighs> yeah, everything's as tight as a drum. Rock solid. It's liking you all along. Is that right, sir?
4: Sir?
3: Damien. <sighs> He's in some sort of a... I don't know, a... A trance.
4: Everything is perfect. Perfect. Perfect.
1: Damien Stevens! You have done well! We have succeeded! It's the beginning, the beginning of the destruction of the entire human race!
5: source of a Dalek time ship. What are you up to, you Daleks? What is it that you hope to achieve, eh? So who are these Daleks? Oh, just about the most ruthless, intelligent life form in the universe. You mean they're aliens? They were very much like you humans once, but they were changed by a near-lethal cocktail of war, hatred, and technology. Uh, let me get this straight. The only thing we need to get straight here, Jack is what the Daleks are up to and then set about
8: stopping them. Wait a minute. Look down there. Guards,
5: they're searching for us. Mm. Guards. Of course. The energy output I'm picking up is relatively small. It must be some kind of scout ship. Maybe only six Daleks at the most. Is that good or bad? So to control everything they need to, they've robotized everyone they can get their plungers on. Those aren't just security guards, Jack. They're not, but I th- They are Robo-men. Robo? Look, Doctor, I'm not sure I'm following any of this. It doesn't matter. These are the important facts. The Dalek timeship is close by. If the Daleks know I'm here, it's because they've interrogated Leela, which means that Leela will be in their timeship too. So all we have to do is find their timeship, get into it, rescue Leela, and stop whatever the Daleks are up to. Are you with me, Jack? Uh, well... I'm not quite... Let me put it this way. You can either come with me in search of victory and glory, or you can stay here and get captured and turned into a zombie with a head plugged full of brutal Dalek technology, which will probably kill you in less than a week. It's entirely up to you, of course. Oh, um... But while you're thinking about it... Give me your
1: tiny TV. Release the prisoner! I obey!
6: Have you... Have you found the doctor?
1: No, the... but it is only a matter
6: of time. You will not find him unless he wishes it. We will find him! The doctor is clever and cunning and you would just... Stupid machines! Do not dare
1: to insult the
6: Daleks! You want to find him because you are his enemies? Yes! The Doctor is our greatest enemy! So he has fought and beaten you before! We will find and exterminate no, him! No! He will exterminate you and I will help him! You are to be
1: robotized!
2: energy projection now shut down. <laughs> that was, uh, really something.
3: Yes, that's one way of putting it. Damien, sir, are you okay? Uh, yes, I'm fine.
2: Uh, I just wanted to ask about the elevated energy levels.
4: Uh, nothing to worry about. I'd factored all that in.
3: But why would we need all that energy in one go? I mean, that's not the level of energy you're going to send to all the receiver dishes on Earth, is it?
4: It is.
2: But... <laughs> If if that level of output was replicated across the globe, it would represent over a hundred times as much energy as the entire human race needs.
4: Uh, what are you doing? I've set these systems to automatic countdown. When the energy levels have reached maximum... Maximum? ...the projection to all receiver dishes on Earth will cut in automatically. The countdown is set. Nothing can stop it.
5: Yes, that should do it. Hey, what have you done with my TV? I've boosted the signal amplification bit of a lash-up, but it should work. Now, Jack, are you staying or are you coming?
7: Uh, too late. Hello? One of you is the doctor.
5: Which one? Wouldn't you like to know? Brace yourself, Jack, this could be noisy. What? Oh, was that it? What are you doing? Jack, I don't suppose you'd know how to scan for new channels on this thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, you just, um, um there, there. <coughs> oh! Fingers ah! in ears, Jack! <laughs> there. Fingers out, Jack! You just did something really clever, right? <laughs> well, moderately clever. The Daleks control the robomen via microwave transmissions. I overloaded their transceivers. <laughs> and that made them fall over. Precisely. Right. Now, let's take their clothes off. Hey? Eh?
1: Oh, release
7: me! Put her in the robotizing unit. I obey. <laughs> Control beam activated.
6: What? What are you doing to me?
2: Your mind is entering the first phase of robotization control.
6: You will not... Will not control me.
7: Cerebral scanners register above normal levels of instinctive independent thought. Power must be increased. <gasps>
1: Get
5: me out of this thing! Visors down, and just keep walking at a measured pace, Jack. And remember, think Robo Man. Oh, this uniform isn't a very good fit,
8: Doctor. And I think the shoes are about a half size too small. They keep squeaking. Just keep going. Oh, okay, but where are we going? See that door over there? Oh no,
5: not the one with the two security. Gu- I mean, I mean Robo men guarding it. it. looks like some kind of secure area. That's bound to be where they're keeping Lila. So what are they gonna do? Just let us in? Why not?
7: We look like Robo men, don't we? Stop. You are late. Oh, sorry. Proceed to robotizing unit. Female prisoner is causing trouble.
5: We obey. That was a better look, wasn't it? Female prisoner. That must mean your friend. Leela. But where exactly is the robotizing unit? Ah, oh, this way. Come on, Jack.
8: You are late. Are we now? This female resists more than any other. Assist us. Naturally. Jack, fingers in ears. Oh, right.
5: What is that noise? Jack, the panel there. Flick all the switches up now. Doctor! Hello, Leela. You look very fetching in your roboman uniform. You
6: should not have come.
5: Well, there's gratitude for you, Leela. Meet my friend Jack. He makes speeches in Trafalgar Square, you know. I remember. Hiya, Leela. Are you as barking mad as the doctor?
6: I do not bark.
8: Ah. Right. <laughs> hey, what are these things in
5: this robot guy's back? Looks like bits of a plant stuck in him. What? Leela, have you been using Janus thorns again? They
6: did not work.
5: Well, naturally. These poor chaps are more or less dead already.
6: The Daleks make the dead walk.
5: Ah, so you've met the Daleks.
6: Yes, that is why I said you should not have come. They say you are their greatest enemy and they will... Exterminate me? They've tried that before. Then you will easily defeat them? That's not quite what I meant. Now then. The strange noise you heard before. The thing that is out of place. Wrong.
5: That's right. It's the energy source of a Dalek ship. And it's about a hundred yards from here. (laughs) Someone's coming. Quick. Helmets on. Visors
1: down. Act like robo men. Report. What has happened here? Why have these robo men collapsed?
6: This machine did not work properly.
1: Yes, you should inspect it. I will stand for malfunctions. If you are in alert, you will be punished. Jack,
6: now, what?
1: What are you doing?
5: All the switches down now. Okay. Alert, alert. leader, alert, help alert, it. Push, alert, push the Dalek right under the projector. You uh, no, you mechanical alert, monster. What are you doing? Uh, Giving you some of your own medicine, Jack. Help me right. I'll take over the controls.
1: The metal process is in <laughs> You will destroy its mechanical brain,
5: Doctor. Power to maximum, I think. Ah! The Daleks don't have mechanical brains either. There's a living creature inside that machine. But if we're lucky, this abominable device will make its mind compliant for just about long enough before its will reasserts itself. Long enough for what? To get some information. Now then, Dalek, answer me this. <laughs> Jack, keep out of the line of fire.
8: Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He does
6: not wish to answer questions, Doctor. We must kill it! No point in killing it when it can help us.
5: There, that should do it. So tell me, Dalek, what are you doing on Earth in this period of history? I well. Come on, come on, you can do it. You know you want to answer the question. I Energy, energy.
1: Solar energy from the moon, yes? What about it? Destroy, destroy human race.
5: They want to destroy us. Oh, that's nothing new, Jack. I just want to know how so I can stop them.
0: Ah,
5: now the cat's out of the bag.
6: We must kill this one and escape. Where
5: to? All right, Dalek. If you can't answer the big question, tell me this. How do you get to the moon? Right.
1: Oh, Energy. Yes, never mind that. Doctor, we must leave now. Answer the question. Everybody down.
6: There. It is dead. Ah. Now, we must leave.
5: Not dead. Just shut down. But I agree with you. Follow me. Which way now? I think it's this way.
6: The Dalek ship? We cannot go there. There will be Daleks waiting to ambush us. I'm not aiming for the Dalek ship. Then where? Oh, my God, look. More of them. We must go back the other way. Too late, look.
5: What about in here? Damien Stevens, CEO Globesphere. Oh, appropriate. Come on, inside.
1: No! We will be trapped! Come on, quick.
5: (laughs) That should scramble the locking
6: mechanism. It does not matter. Those Daleks will blast the door down with their weapons.
5: Yes, it's only a matter of time. Ah, I didn't think it would take long.
6: Uh,
8: Maybe we could get out the window or something. Oh, there isn't one. What the hell are we going to do? Let's go
5: to the moon. What? The moon? You really are totally bonkers, aren't you? Now, where is it? The moon? What, you're looking for the moon? In a manner of speaking, yes. Didn't you hear what that Dalek said just before it shut down?
6: (laughs) Doctor, they will be through this door any moment now.
5: Ah, here we are. I don't believe this. Look, can't we just talk to these Daleks? Reason with them? I'm sure if we... There's no reasoning with a Dalek, Jack. And I really am surprised. Neither of you heard what that Dalek said.
6: It said teleport, something like that.
5: Precisely, teleport. Oh. There's a teleport unit here in Damien's rather snazzy swivel chair. Everybody, hop on! What? I mean, th- no, this is all completely
1: crazy. Quick, please. That's it. Come on, Jack. Visitors located... Okay! Bye-bye, Daleks! Visitors have activated transport beam! Exterminate!
5: Where are we? It's all gone dark. I think... I... I think we're in someone's bed. Bed? Yes, you're right. Uh, Wait a sec...
8: Maybe there's a bedside light. Ah, there...
1: There's a man in this bed with us.
5: What? Well, it's Damien.
1: Who? Damien
5: Stevens. Just as I thought. He's not moving. Is he dead? Well, you thought we'd end up in Damien Stevens' bed. Right. Everybody out now, including Damien. Get him out! Uh, oh, help me with him, Jack! Yeah. I've got to cut the power of the teleport uh. before the Daleks activate it back on Earth. Earth? Then <laughs> where are we... <laughs>
8: No, you mean we're on the moon?
1: Got it! Activate Transmatch immediately! We must pursue them! Transmat controls speed operative! The Doctor
6: must not be allowed to stand in the way of our plans! You have done it? You have stopped the Daleks from following us? Yes!
5: <laughs> Damien... Damien, what's the matter with him? I'd say that Daleks had him under some kind of mind control. Will he be all right? Oh, dear. Seems our presence has been detected.
2: Right, hands up. Keep them covered. Just who the hell are you people? Uh, Well, that's a hard question.
1: (whistles) 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 Prepare to disembark. Focus engine power for linear time beam travel. I obey. Moon Bay's energy controls are locked on automatic. The countdown cannot be interrupted. The Doctor is resourceful. He will attempt to interrupt the countdown. That cannot be permitted. Set course for Earth's moon. The Doctor must be exterminated. Exterminated! 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 Exterminated!
2: Put that
6: knife down.
5: Leela, I thought we agreed you'd leave that in the TARDIS.
6: I do not remember that conversation. Drop
5: it! You'd better do as he says.
6: Oh,
3: wait a minute. Aren't you... Aren't you Jack Coulson, the anti-globesphere protest guy? The one who used to work with Damien?
8: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Look... I'm not quite sure how I got here or what's going on, but please, please, just don't shoot.
5: I'd like to echo my friend's sentiments, although I do know how I got here, and I think I may know exactly what's going on. Would you like me to explain myself? Engine power now focused
1: for linear time beam travel. Go set for Earth's moon. Engage, drive power immediately. We activate our agent in the moon base! I'm guessing
5: you weren't expecting such a high level of energy output during your test transmissions. How am I doing so far? Go on. And I'm pretty certain that Mr. Damien Stevens here has been, uh, what shall we say, behaving rather strangely of late. Their expressions betray them, Doctor. You are right. Doctor? You're a doctor? Uh, he's he's coming round. Yes. I imagine poor Damien has been experiencing mood swings, bouts of exhaustion.
3: Uh yes. But how would you know?
5: Well, you see, it's all perfectly normal. Normal. Mmm. For a high functioning Dalek rover man. A what? We talk like that all the time. And the- the countdown mustn't be stopped
3: Damien, are you all right? Oh.
5: Well, of course he's not all right He's just woken up to find his long-lost friend Jack Coulson staring at him And he can't even manage a Hello, Jack, how you been all these years?
1: You are the Doctor Yes
5: And how would you know that we've never met? Kevin,
1: have your men shoot this person? What? I'm in charge here, am I not? Well, yes Damien Then carry out my order
6: You're talking like a Dalek, Damien. Dalek? They are metal creatures with brains inside them. They make the dead walk by controlling their minds and they wish to destroy the human race. That is right, Doctor, is it not?
8: Very succinct. Mm. uh, Look, this is all getting a little crazy. She's right, though. Look... I know it all sounds mad, but I've seen it with my own eyes. And why should I trust you? Killed
5: them!
1: killed them all!
2: Damien, sorry, Mr. Stevens, but nobody here is going to get killed until I start getting to...
5: On the contrary, unless you let me stop whatever it is the Daleks are about to do, everyone's going to get killed. Damien, is it true? Is it true
8: what the Doctor's saying, that these Dalek things are... Who are you? It's Jack.
5: You don't remember me?
8: Jack?
4: Do do I remember
5: you? Keep him talking, Jack. You might be able to get through to him.
6: You mean he is not dead like the other Robo-men? Very possibly
5: not. The Daleks would need him to behave like a normal human being, at least to start with. Okay.
8: Remember, we had all those great ideas. We were going to change the world. Change
3: the world? Destroy the world? Damien, what the hell is going on? Damien! Damien, where are you going?
5: He has orders to obey. We've got to follow him. Hang on, hang on. No one's going anywhere until... We don't have time for this. Don't you understand? The
6: future of your entire race is at stake here, man. The doctor speaks the truth. You would be fools to ignore him. I have seen these Daleks. They are powerful enemies. They spit fire and speak with a voice that strikes fear into your heart.
5: Leela, these people don't believe in monsters. She's right, though, isn't she? Oh, yes. Leela only ever speaks the truth. Hadn't you better answer that, Kevin?
8: Uh, yes.
2: Operations manager, go ahead. Sure. Uh, something? What do you mean?
6: Well, I'm not sure. It's like some kind of know, uh, capsule.
5: The Daleks. They're here, Kevin. What? Wait a minute. There's,
0: there's a hatchway right on the side of it.
6: There's...
4: there's something coming out of it. What is it? Can you describe it? Uh, uh, it's, it's some kind of uh, machine. It's got a, a domed top and several appendages. Hey, there's another one. X-Dominator! <laughs>
6: it is too late the Daleks are here well Kevin
3: uh, Kevin for God's sake
6: what do you need access
5: to your energy transmission grid and copious amounts of luck
6: countdown set
5: maximum solar energy harvest transmission relay to all receivers set he's here, here. keep back what the hell was that? That was the Daleks, Kevin. They're ruthless, unstoppable, and they're on their way. Get your people out of here.
6: But surely we can... The doctor knows the Daleks of old. You will not defeat them. She's right, Kevin. You, Lydia, and all your people must
5: go now. Get in a shuttle and leave. All right, people. You heard him. Come
2: on, let's move it. Come on,
5: now. Hello, Damien. What are you doing? What are the Daleks making you do? Come on. You can tell me I'm greatest enemy. Oh, I'm not your enemy, Damien.
6: Doctor, Jack should talk to him again. Hmm? I know it is possible to fight the Dalek mind control. I
5: did. Leela, that was different.
6: But if Jack and Damien are old friends, the bond of friendship between them might be stronger than the Daleks. Ah,
5: you may be right. Hmm? The Dalek control of his mind is burning him out, wearing down his defences. Jack? Yes? See if you can draw Damien away from the controls. I need to get to them. Okay, I'll, I'll try. Damien,
8: it's me again. It's Jack.
1: Jack? Yeah.
8: You remembered me just now, didn't you? Hasn't been that long, has it? Uh, university. Uh. W- w- when, when Damien was at the university. You, you. You were at university with Jack, with uh. me. Uh. It was always Jack and Damien. Damien and Jack. We were inseparable. Remember?
1: What are you doing?
5: Uh, oh, just admiring your work, Damien. I can see how the receiver dishes on Earth will set up a web of energy. A kind of force field. Very impressive. Well, why are you doing that, Damien? Well, what? Well, I... I... Hey, how, how's that part
8: of our dream, eh? How's that going to end energy poverty on Earth? Poverty? People like your mum, remember? One electric bar in the living room and then they cut off the electricity.
6: <laughs> mum? She, she died? I <laughs> know. Doctor, can you stop the Daleks? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Reports? All resistance exterminated. Remainder of humans now escaping in shuttle. It does not matter. Soon all humans will be destroyed. We must proceed to the control area immediately.
5: It's no good. The controls are locked. The power is building. The countdown is set. When this reaches zero, the energy will fire at the dishes on Earth, and the Earth will be surrounded by a gigantic force field. But why?
1: It's all
8: right, mate. I've got you. I've got you. I'm here, mate. I'm here.
1: They said they they would give us limitless energy. Free, limitless, (laughs) My mind. They were in my mind. It's all right,
8: Damien. It's all right. They've gone now. No.
1: They're still here. I can sense them. The Daleks. In my mind.
5: Damien, you've got to tell us what the Daleks are trying to do. Why are they creating a
1: force field? To to create enough energy. Energy to
6: counteract gravity. What? Gravity? Gravity, Doctor, you have told me. Gravity is the force that stops us from flying off into space. Of
5: course. Of course, Leela. It's also the force that keeps the moon in its precise orbit around the Earth. They're planning to push the moon away. What will that do? will turn the Earth into a violent meteorological milestone. The whole planet's axis will shift wildly, constantly altering, equatorial regions becoming polar and vice versa. Climate changes of unimaginable destructive force. In short, it will wipe out the human
1: race. Correct, Doctor. Ah, hello. Excuse me, I'm rather busy. The controls are locked. You cannot prevent the energy transmission.
5: Well, since you're so confident, you won't mind if I give it a try, will you?
6: noise it is the power of the dalek ship
2: yes it
5: is isn't it move away from the controls or we will exterminate you how about you just stay where you are and i'll shut down everything huh that sounds like a much better arrangement to me especially since if you fire at me you risk destroying the controls you cannot
1: shut down the energy flow it is impossible ah but maybe i'm
4: cleverer than you think, doctor you can access the power grid to the directional control. Silence! <laughs> so oh. you know. Doctor, stay
6: where you are. Restrain the female. I I obey. <laughs> Oh, release me! Move away from the controls so or
1: we will exterminate your friend!
6: Do not stop, Doctor! My life does not matter! You must save the
0: Earth! Doctor!
1: Exterminate her! No! All right, all right, I've stopped! It's still bleeping. You didn't stop it. No. Go down now, Ant zero. Well, you seem awfully
5: pleased with yourself. Any particular reason for your unique brand of sadistic pleasure this
1: time, eh? Go on. I'm sure you'd love to brag. In the future, the people of Earth will dare to challenge the Dalek Empire for supremacy. And with a little help from me, they will often win. We have travelled back in time to ensure that will never happen. The human race will go extinct
6: before it can challenge the Dalek. You are nothing but cowards, scared of a bear fight. You've done your dirty work now. Release Leela. No! You are in our
5: power! We will exterminate you all! No! I expected nothing less, Jack. What? Fingers in ears, Jack. You too, Leela. Oh, right! Oh, don't be such a bunch of babies, it won't kill you, you know. Just a little something I lashed up to knock out your robo men. But in close proximity to a Dalek brain, I imagine it's a bit like a bee-grain. A
0: big bee-grain. A galaxy-sized bee-grain.
1: Vision-impaired! Vision-impaired! Cancer-real-traumatic danger Oh, don't you just hate it when that happens? We will leave them to die, retreat, withdraw! Evacuate! Evacuate! We have defeated you, Doctor! We have defeated you!
5: Fingers out of ears! What? Fingers out of ears! Thanks, Doctor, thanks.
6: You have saved our lives, but not the human race. The energy will still fire at the planet Earth. Well,
5: yes, the energy will certainly still fire. Yes.
1: Activate main drive! Set coordinates for Dalek central control in our time zone! I obey! Perceptors indicate energy from moon base now firing! Emergency! Emergency! Report, what is happening? The solar energy has been retargeted at the power source of our ship!
5: Jack, are you all right, Jack? Is it over? I think so. Look, he's still alive. Just about.
6: Did you do something clever?
5: Well, it's not for me to say.
6: You did do something clever. Well, we're
8: safe,
5: then. The human race is safe. For now. Oh. Well, go on, then. Tell us. What did you do? Well, with a little help from Damien, I managed to redirect the energy transmission at the power source of the Dalek ship. Boom.
8: Poor oh, Damien. At least he ended up doing something good,
5: then. Yes. He gave me the vital clue. The directional controls. Would he have ever survived? I honestly don't know, Jack.
6: You should not be sad, Jack. You should remember him as he was, as your good friend.
5: Yeah,
8: yeah.
6: He was not a bad man. He was controlled by the Daleks. Damien
5: thought he'd found a shortcut to a brighter future. There's a lesson to learn there somewhere.
6: Doctor, Hmm. how are we going to get back to Earth? And the TARDIS?
5: Yes, good point. Well, I'd better see if I can reactivate that transmat beam. Lucky I brought my sonic screwdriver, isn't it? Hmm?
9: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, the fourth Doctor Adventures.
6: The clouds can be read as if they were the tracks of a heavenly animal. There will be no rain here.
5: Not England t- in the summertime, of
6: course it's going to rain. The Trail of the
9: White Worm.
5: Come, foul creature, come. I say again, has anyone seen a savage?
1: I hear about you, my dear, but I'm getting fair
6: pooped myself watching you running around in circles. You come down out of that tree, Pans, people, or you'll mind I don't make you. I do not know these pans, people, but you should know your dogs have lost the trail. A serpent
5: of any size would most likely kill by constriction, not poison. That, or swallow its prey in one great glump.
0: <laughs> it's Saturday tea time in 1977, all over again. Listen, what? Shh, what? Shh, nothing.
5: It must be nerves. (laughs) Right, let's try it again, my friend. It was your idea.
9: I know. You undermine my
5: confidence. (laughs) Really, when you are. All right,
9: here we go, and (laughs) cue.
7: I'm uh, John Dorney, um, script editor on some of the uh, Fourth Doctor Adventures and was in Energy of the Daleks. And I'm David
9: Richardson, I'm co-producer of Energy of the Daleks and the Fourth Doctor Adventures. Okay, here we go, and cue. Hmm, strange, very strange. Well, what do you think? I think it's very strange, there's been an extraordinary atmosphere today, hasn't mm. it? It's just I mean the sun is shining and it's lovely, but there has been just very relaxed, happy everybody's smiling, yeah, it's,
7: it's a lovely group of people as well to be working with everyone's sort of um done a few of these before and is relaxed, and given the fact it's it's a very significant day being the first one that you kind of it's not necessarily the atmosphere you'd expect you'd have expected it to be a little bit tenser and a little bit more sort of well, let's see what's going to happen, but everybody's just sort of um. It feels business as usual.
9: We had that very strange conversation in the car coming down, didn't we? We've been so busy concentrating on actually getting the scripts ready mm-hmm. and organising it all and doing the logistics that when we were on the journey here and it suddenly sunk in what we were doing, yeah. it became sort of like, oh my gosh. It,
7: it, it's one of those things that you're so used to it kind of happening with the other doctors and all the, in, in the other ranges that it becomes so sort of, you become so inured to it that you kind of don't even realise. You, you're not kind of looking at for something different. You can't quite get your head around it until you're actually here. All
5: right, John. Yep. Oh, hello. It was a horse yesterday. A don't a pardon? A horse.
7: The realisation of doing... Um, first scene of playing you know a bit part character but being the first person who's played a scene with the two of them as the doctor and leela in 34 years Mm -hmm. give or take a bit Mm -hmm. which feels an absolute privilege but again it's one of those things that because we were so busy sort of getting ready and getting to know all the other actors you were in and had done it before you actually really and then kind of going. actually that was that's quite significant isn't it that's an that's a a strange moment to be to be part of
5: so for no reason at all as he says good luck as john says good luck with whatever it is you're doing Mm. Shall I say, yes, thank you. I'll feed us in. Yes. I often do that to my, my friends uh, in different languages, because I speak about nine languages when it comes to goodbye, I mean.
9: <laughs> Hello, I'm Nick Briggs. I'm the executive producer of Big Finish, and I'm the writer and director of Energy of the Daleks. One of the reasons we planned this as the opening story was it was the first script that was finished and we thought, yes, 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 of course, yes. The Fourth Doctor returns on audio and and it's going to be a Dalek story, that's great. And then we thought, well, you know, when the Fourth Doctor uh, comes to being finished, we we want to really make the story more about the Fourth Doctor and not have him maybe overshadowed by his ultimate enemy. Although I don't really subscribe to that theory i think the daleks make the doctor better and more noble and, and braver however we've also got another dalek story scheduled to come out in um january and so we thought let's not have a clash of the daleks that's obviously the next dalek title we'll do uh, it's n- we won't have a clash um so we'll we'll delay it for a few months so so it really uh you know, stands out on its own as a, as a sort of mid-season boost.
6: What is that noise?
7: Level 9 alert. You must report. Reporting to control.
6: I'm Louise Jameson. I play Leela. Chronon
1: particles detected! This female is also a time-traveller!
6: When I first got offered the job, they went, you know, what are you most looking forward to? And I would say when I was being interviewed like this, I'm going to work with the Daleks, and it never happened. And it's taken this long to get there, hurrah. But Daleks with a twist.
9: The Fourth Doctor didn't do many Dalek stories, and certainly Leela never had a Dalek story, so I wanted to put that right for starters. I don't think the Fourth Doctor ever did a sort of uh, traditional sort of Dalek story where they've got a plot and they're trying to conquer the Earth kind of thing. You know, uh, Genesis and Destiny were both sort of odd Dalek stories and they featured Davros, so that immediately changes the role of the Daleks, you know. So I wanted, it, I wanted you know, I wanted Tom Baker's Doctor to, to meet Power of the Daleks. This story was originally conceived as a Dalek Moon Rising, but we wanted to give it a sort of title that sounded a bit more like it was from tom Baker 's era of the show
2: it 's transmitting transmission in progress but the energy level it's it, it's stupendous
9: in the title energy of the Daleks I suppose it does sound like a sort of strange reworking of power of the Daleks but um it, I think it's a great title to say energy of the Daleks and also it's so um absolutely appropriate for the story because the whole story is about energy and you know this energy that the daleks are creating and so it is it's a a tom baker story with the daleks in with the daleks doing what they do best
1: tom
5: baker here you know tom baker what are you up to you The Daleks are a classical group in this kind of melodrama, aren't they? He's got a nice insight when I say to Jack, I think, they were once like you, Jack, you know. What happens is, you know, corruption, ambition. Because the Doctor, you see, one of the problems about playing uh, the Doctor is because he's on the right... When you're playing a hero, it's utterly predictable. If you're playing James Bond or Sherlock Holmes or the Doctor, it's utterly predictable. Now, predictability can sometimes get a bit boring, you know. Um, and so the fun of doing it is how do you do it and surprise the audience so they can enjoy it within the predictability. And that's the kind of thing. So the doctor has got to be a bit careful not to preach a bit, you know. They were very much like you humans once, but they were changed by a near-lethal cocktail of war, hatred and technology. Uh, I- Let me get this straight. The only thing we need to get straight here, Jack, is what the Daleks are up to, and then set about stopping them.
7: This is my third story involving Daleks that I've had something to do with, and it's the first day when I've actually done that, and I've been in the studio, and Nick has been in that day, uh, because I've been in twice before with Dalek Stories and always wanted to hear him do the Daleks live, and never managed it before, so I was very excited about that today. And... And it, it, it exactly has the effect you'd want to hear. Just hearing that voice come over, the, over the, the headphones in midway through a scene just makes you slightly tighten in your gut and just going, this isn't great. He
9: talks like that normally, though.
7: Yeah, no, absolutely. But, it, yeah, it's, that, it's just that, 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 that feeling of you genuinely feel intimidated by that voice, it, which which is odd because, you know, listening, seeing it on the TV show, listening it into the audience, it's less intimidating than when it's actually in the room being said at you, when you kind of go, right, I'm scared now. Uh, and I've never really been scared by the darks in, in, in the other context, it's in reality when, you, they kind of, when they're there It just feels like they're, they're right in the room with you, because it's such a, such a great voice This
1: is the beginning, the beginning of the destruction
3: of the entire human race Hello, my name's Caroline Keefe and I'm playing Lydia
2: I'm Dan Starkey and in this uh, episode I'm playing Kevin Winston
3: what an incredible experience to be (laughs) in the studio and then suddenly have a Dalek screaming at you through your headphones. I mean, just surreal. What a ridiculous world we live in. Uh, (laughs) There's a man next to me being a Dalek. I mean, yeah, incredible. Something I'd never thought I would ever experience. And I was really excited to get the script, actually, and and see the fact that... um, that there are Daleks in it. I mean, incredible. And that just it, just seeing the script and having it in my hand was very exciting.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's very. It's. Uh, it's, it's. great being a. Uh, being appearing with the Daleks. It's amazing when we're recording in the studio with the earphones on. Just the actual sort of vocal force of having a Dalek right in both ear holes. It's. Um. <laughs> you sort of forget what sort of vocal energy it actually sort of takes to actually produce that as a performance. It's not just a question of sounding a bit grating, but it's a. It's a whole. Wacking great big
9: malevolent sound as well. I like the Scots. I have turned the Dalek down for those who thought the Dalek was possibly too loud. I I imagine Louise's ears are bleeding. Yes. Your excitement, Louise, at meeting the Dalek has been destroyed by (laughs) having been deafened.
7: (laughs) That's that's the next one, isn't it? Deafened by the Dalek. That's the (laughs) tinnitus of the Dalek.
6: (laughs) I also love the way that, that Leela's um, instinctive brain is more powerful and able to resist the Daleks' probing, that they've made that, that instinct, or Nick's made that instinct an absolute strength, rather than a kind of, oh, you, you, you're just a savage, you don't understand what's going on. And she makes a further suggestion later in the script um, when she, Jack, Jack talks to Damien because of the strong bond of friendship being more powerful than, than Dalek mind control. That that's you know, that comes from Leela. I just think that's very um, pertinent and lovely that her her strengths have been addressed as well as her weaknesses. Move, you mechanical Move, monster. What I like particularly about this script is that it ties in with the seventies women's liberation, that, the crest of that wave. Leela came in on that. Um, and the very first scene being about wearing high heels and how terrible they are and how you can't run away if you're in danger, if you're in high heels. It's just a nice little homage to feminism at the time and and how she feels much better in trainers, although she doesn't really know what trainers are when they're suggested, but once they're on her feet, she decides that they, they really are the best thing to wear. And, of course, now you see women wearing their trainers to work and carrying their heels to choose when they choose to wear them rather than wearing heels the whole time, um, which is a, as a direct result of all that debate that, that took place in the 70s. Not that anybody wearing shoes now would even think of that. Think of how political footwear can be from, you know, what, what happened to little girl babies in China through to the present day. Footwear is a very, very political statement, a strong political statement about who you are, what you wear on your feet. Ooh.
5: Leela, are you in pain? And why are you balancing on your Janus thorns?
6: Janus? It is these shoes. The heels are ridiculous. I can hardly walk in them. If we are attacked, Leela, I Lila, sh-
5: Leela, Leela, we're not going to be attacked. We'll soon be in the centre of London in the year 2015 or thereabouts, probably around lunchtime. I'd put some trainers on if I were you.
9: Trainers? Mm. I think those changes work well. Mm. I wonder... Uh, uh, huh? with, uh, Louise, with your uh, uh, your vibble. vibble you can get the discomfort into that as well. You're already you're already tottering the moment mm-hmm. you come in. You're tottering on heels, I think.
5: Nicholas, who wrote this, you know, is trying to write it in in you know for the rhythms of the actor. Uh, each actor had a different way of doing things, and he knows he's very amenable. And so, just a smallest uh, little you know pinch can pull it my way. I love demonstrations, sir. What do we want?
0: Paradise. When do we
6: want it? Now! Come on. i <laughs> just <laughs> I do not
5: understand you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor Who thing really revitalizes me, you know, because I get very interesting, although repetitive, mail from people. And uh, and I do signing sessions sometimes. I'm going to do some signing sessions for the local hospice. And then um, and I go to, what do you call it, uh, conventions, and they ask me questions. And I never know the answers. they quite enjoy the idea the fans tease me they ask me questions that they know I can't answer because they know more about it than I do you know they used to think that actually that somehow I read the scripts with the same care as uh, as they do you know when it wasn't like that at all I just read my bits Uh, and like that I could be amazed at what everything anyone was doing Um, actually actors reading scripts together with directors is actually a relatively new thing. I mean, 40 or so years, maybe a bit more. Because years ago, actors had, except for the leading actors who had the script, the others used to have the screeds. And I was working with Dora Bryan once. She started at Oldham Rep, I think, with Carl Paulson. And she said to me she was playing, of course, witty little maids, ingenue. And then where she went on to that wonderful, eccentric creation of her. Of her. But she said, Tom, she said, I never knew what any of the plays were about for years. <laughs> she only read her bits. You know, the cue would come up and she'd run on and say, it's a Henry, my lord. <laughs> so all this, uh, I never did read the scripts very much because I wanted to, um... Well, you know, in a way, it's kind of cheating, isn't it? Uh yes, probably. Hello, my name is Mark Benton and I play Jack Coulson.
4: Hello there, my name is Alex Lowe and I'm playing Damien Stevens.
5: L- look, We've got to get out of here. You know, I think this energy reading is coming from the National Gallery. What energy reading? Isn't that interesting? Well, probably.
8: If I knew what you were talking about. The nice thing for me is—is is obviously, I think everybody has their own doctor, and and, and my my own doctor was 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 John Pertwee into Tom. So it was a it was a real thrill to uh, to know that Tom was doing it, you know, and um, and he's such good fun. It was uh, it was great. It was, it was something I was really looking forward to.
9: Mm. Had you
8: met Tom before? No, I hadn't, no. So uh, it's great. He's he's certainly a character.
4: I worked with Tom um, about 10 or 11 years ago uh, on something called Fun at the Funeral Parlour, which was a comedy for the then BBC Choice, which became BBC Three. And... um, he hasn't changed at all, Tom, actually. He looks exactly the same. And uh, still just as kind of extrovert and loud and funny and interesting. How would you describe them in the green room and everything else?
8: They're bullion, um Fun, great fun. Very, very funny. Um, brilliant stories. You know, kind of keeps you buoyant and keeps the whole thing moving along.
9: <laughs> <laughs> really really you are. All right, here we go. And you. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Very Right. Mm.
8: <laughs>
5: Usual propaganda. Shh. Listen. What? Shh. What? Nothing. I think your tiny TV is right. Sounds very quiet out there. So, what do we do? Shh. Well, my friend. Well, my friend Lila's gone missing. I'm still getting persistently <laughs> anachronistic <laughs> energy readings on my tracker here and... <laughs> what? Shh. I think it's time we paid the National Gallery a visit. The National... <laughs> <laughs> We've no way of knowing how long our friendly Globesphere security guards will be patrolling. Oh. Shh. <laughs>
9: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh dear, get well, me a, get I me a doctor. I'm going
5: to live with that, Mark.
9: <laughs>
7: <laughs> so.